We're going to have another nice day. We're looking for, in fact, today, tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, partly sunny. Now, there is rain up north, I do believe. As we look at the chores this morning on Wax, I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. And yeah, you that, are looking at radar, aren't you? That rain is way north. It's okay. uh, clipping up past Duluth and into... Oh, it's that uh, far north. Yeah, Poplar, that kind of okay, country. Okay, so yep. how far it will come south, if it will come south, we don't know. We'll just keep an eye on it. Same way with you. If you want to see if it's raining, look out the window. But mostly, uh, partly sunny, should be in the upper 80s today, maybe... Tough getting to 80 tomorrow, about 79 or so, partly sunny. So nice, comfortable weather. But it looks like the next best chance of rain across the listening area will be next Friday. But I know some people got some nice rains yesterday and yesterday morning. I don't know how long it lasted, but uh, not around here in Eau Claire. At least I didn't get any at my place. But did you get any down your way? I didn't. And uh, some of those rains actually were kind of heavy, I think, over by Loyal, uh, one of my friends. Uh, posted some pictures that okay. some heavy rain fell for a while. All right. Well, I had a chance yesterday. I caught up with uh, a farmer down in uh, Carroll, Iowa, Dave Pudens, and uh, his boy Ross works around here now. He's an agronomist with Countryside Co-op, and I called Ross. I said, hey, what about family down there in the Carroll area? That's where it went through. He said, yeah, let me give you my brother and my dad. So I finally got a hold of his dad and get just a little bit of a story from the Iowa storm of Monday night. He said uh, through Carroll wasn't so bad. It was Ames and Ankeny and places like that that uh, really got it. I've got a niece that lives in Cedar Rapids and a lot Mm -hmm. of Cedar Rapids still doesn't have power after Monday night. So that was a nasty storm. I put a few pictures on Facebook as far as some of that down corn and I'm sure you've seen it other places as well. But that was as nasty a storm as I've seen in a long time. It really was. Uh, When you see see crushed down grain bins... Uh, it's it's ugly. You know, and more, the thing was, most of those grain bins, they're empty now. Right. Waiting for the fall harvest. And so, right. you know, not much to take those and make them like tin cans. Yep. It was a nasty storm, that's for sure. Also, that uh, Grow Intelligence Crop Tour is uh, wrapping up. They were in Wisconsin and Minnesota. And, boy, they're looking at big crops. We'll talk about that as well. We had the USDA report earlier, but uh, this report looks like... They're seeing even bigger crops than that. So we've got lots to do this morning, and we're going to get started. So, again, hang in there. We're about to 70 around Eau Claire, 69, and everybody pretty much in the 60s this morning. As We're going to have another nice Friday. High is going to be well into the 80s. So enjoy it. Got hay to make. It'll be a good day to do that. Got a Friday morning in Wax, about 69, 70 degrees right now, 61 in Marshfield. And lacrosse is 69, Rice Lake, 68, Wausau, 62. So a nice morning out there. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The U.S. death toll from the coronavirus is expected to close in on 190,000 by early September. New numbers from the CDC project nearly 189,000 deaths by September the 5th. The agency expects new deaths per week might increase in Colorado over the next four weeks while dropping in Arizona, Vermont, and Wyoming. More than 167,000 Americans have already died from the illness. President Trump is blaming Joe Biden for politicizing the coronavirus pandemic. Biden has been wrong about the virus. 
ignoring the scientific evidence and putting left-wing politics before facts and evidence. At a White House news conference, Trump said the presumptive Democratic presidential nominee has been putting politics before facts when it comes to the respiratory illness. He pointed to Biden's opposition to his travel bans against China and Europe. Trump said if Biden had been in charge, many more people would have died. A Virginia mayor says he's sorry for describing Kamala Harris as Aunt Jemima. Lorraine Mayor Barry Presgraves posted the comment about Joe Biden's running mate on his Facebook page, prompting calls for his resignation. In a town council meeting, Presgraves said what he posted on social media was wrong, offensive and unbecoming, and asked for forgiveness. The town of Lorray published a statement saying that they reject racism. An NFL player is getting the axe for trying to sneak a woman into his team's hotel. The Seattle Seahawks waived undrafted rookie Kamal Silverin this week after video showed him breaking the rules. NFL Network reports the woman was trying to disguise herself as a player. Coach Pete Carroll has urged players to remain disciplined amid the coronavirus pandemic. And the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame Museum has got two new figures featuring the nation's top infectious disease expert. The museum said the new Dr. Anthony Fauci bobbleheads are out after the original one became the best-selling one in the museum's history. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. You know, I hear that story about that guy from Seattle, and I think back, uh, you and I were kids, Vince Lombardi, yeah. and, uh, you know, Paul Horning and uh, Max McGee and some of those guys. Yeah. Packers wouldn't have enough players to play no, they if wouldn't. Lombardi would have cut them all and, and did some of those crazy things. Not necessarily that, but, I mean, they did some crazy things that would violate what it is today. But yep. uh I mean, you right. hear the stories about Max McGee and Paul Horning and some of those other guys from those eras. Yep. You know, just drive just drive Lombardi nuts. Max McGee yep. should have been maybe the MVP of the Super Bowl after he got home at uh, <laughs> 6 o'clock in the morning or something like that. It was amazing. Yeah, it's uh, really something. But again, yeah, this is serious and you can't be that stupid, I guess. If you do <laughs> some of that stuff, you got to assume that the guy isn't the kind of guy you want on your team in this uh, era of the COVID-19. Four, uh, four minutes after 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Man, oh, man. <laughs> Time flies, doesn't it? You want some coffee? Yeah, I'm going to need some. Four minutes. Uh, what are you brewing this morning from Revolution, by the way? Well, I've got Sumatra in my cup yesterday. Okay. Had, I had an interesting one, a Mr. Miyagi. You went down there? Yeah. You went to Black River? You bet. Okay, and, and so I what's had, a Mr. Miyagi? had a Mr. Miyagi that's a... Uh, it's a uh, grasshopper flavored, and no, there was no alcohol in it. Really? I even asked. But it was grasshopper flavored coffee, or a drink? yeah, just yeah, a drink? yeah. It was a gra- It was pretty good. A little really? minty, chocolatey. Yeah. Huh. So yeah. ask for a Did Mr. Grasshopper, Miyagi. karate. Technically, the, the grasshopper would have been from Kung Fu, but yeah, uh, okay. Mr. Miyagi was the master. They got and, quite uh, a menu down. They got an imaginative person dreaming up all these drinks. Oh, they do, there. and I had a great turkey sandwich, uh, 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 pes- turkey and pesto sandwich. Ooh, Ooh, it was good. Sounds good. All at Revolution. They got all, all at Revolution. Right drinks. on the main drink. Okay, all right. Black River Falls. All right, well, we'll get to more of that, but uh, we've got to get weather and markets. I'm sure when you're listening to the radio or podcast, you've asked the question, is that ad really helping out that business? Is that post on the Internet really drawing more traffic? Now, I can sit here and give you many different examples and reasons why partnering with Midwest Family Eau Claire can help you and your business. But let's go to the source. Let's hear success stories local businesses have experienced by partnering with Midwest Family Eau Claire. This is Sean from Tilden Gun. Tilden Gun is a local small business in the Chippewa Valley, and they have been partnering with Midwest family for over a year now. Well, 
by the number of the new customers who have personally told me they they hear my ads, I know it really works. It's brought in many new clients for us. Pretty happy about that. And at Midwest Family Eau Claire, we work with you to achieve your goals. I think you guys are a great team to work with, and you really set my mind at ease with the whole thing. I really like the personal touch that you do with my commercials. We want to help you achieve your goals. We want to be on your team. Give us a call today at 715-832-1530. And let's build something special together. Hey, it's me, your cousin, from Boston. I'm on the radio doing ads for Sam Adams. Now I'll be known as the Sam Adams guy instead of the dude who fell in the quarry. Sam Adams Boston Lager is crisp and refreshing, which is why I bring a six-pack wherever I go, except the movies anymore. Sam Adams from Boston with love. Here's a legal pod. Watch how fast I can read. The Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Drink responsibly. Now, is that 30 seconds? Are we even close? Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Awful nice summer weather continues, and uh, some of us could use some moisture, but the best chance of significant moisture, it looks like to me when I look at these forecasts, best for chance of rain next Friday, a week from today. Otherwise... Forecast every day, partly sunny, partly cloudy, whatever you want to call it. And temperatures today will be the warmest at about 85, 86. Tomorrow, right around 79, 80, and then low 80s right on through next Wednesday. And uh, again, no real rain in this forecast. Right now around Wisconsin, we've got uh, La Crosse at 69, Marshfield 61, Wausau 62, Rice Lake at 68, Green Bay at 60, Madison, Sun Prairie 61, Milwaukee at 68, 69 here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. Again, looking for partly cloudy, partly sunny, however you want to describe it. Temperatures are about 85, 86 today. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're wondering what to do about doo-doo floating in your basement or yard, the first order of business is to discover the origin of the feces. And you can do that by contacting the professionals at Advanced Septic Installation. They'll give you the scoop on poop and take care of things with new septic systems, repairs, and excavating for residential and commercial projects. And they're also certified in real estate inspections. With over 30 years of experience, you can count on craptastic service. To learn more about what to do with number two, click Advanced Septic Installation. Kirk Group is stable, growing, and hiring. They're adding to their team of welders, fabricators, powder, and warehouse members. Join them on Wednesday, August 19th for the Kirk Group Career Fair from 1 to 7 p.m. On-site interviews, plant tours, raffle giveaways, and more. Depending on shift position, you could earn between $16 to $23 an hour. And of course, they're following all COVID-19 mandates for your safety. Protected conversations, temperature check-in, and masks to be worn at all times. Don't wait. Wednesday, August 19th, the Kirk Group Career Fair, 6208 Industrial Drive, Eau Claire. 
Nine minutes after 5 o'clock, we've got markets courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. Scott, the cash livestock numbers, where are they at? Fed beef steers are at 97 to 104 and a half with mixed 71 to 97. Fed beef heifers 96 to 103 and a quarter with mixed 88 to 95 and a half. Fed Holstein steers are at 86 to 95 with select 70 to 85. Cows are going for 45 to 58 with the top selling at 74. Bulls are going for 67 to 96 and a half. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 25 and down. Sows, 13 to 16. And boars, 5 and down. New crop and old crop market lambs are at a dollar to a dollar 23 and a half. And feeder lambs are at 105 to 180. At the Mercantile Exchange, cattle prices are mixed. Uh, the uh, fat cattle prices are higher. August live cattle, 107.05. That's up 70. October at 110.15, up 57. December at 112.82, up 27. February, 115.85, down a little, down 12 cents. Feeder cattle prices were lower across the board yesterday. September at 147.37, that was down 57. October, 148.47, down 62. November, also down 62 at 148.77. January, 145.85, that was down 57. Lean hog carcass contracts were uh, higher the August contract, 53.70, that was up 80 cents. October at 52.35, up 75. December at 54.35, up 95. And February, 61.47, up 57. And on the Board of Trade overnight, prices were a little lower after a higher day yesterday on the trade. But the overnight, December corn gave back 2 cents at 3.36. The oats down a fraction at 2.57. December wheat down 3 at 5.03. November soybeans fell a nickel overnight down to eight ninety four and soybean meal for October down a dollar at two hundred ninety three dollars and forty cents. Cheese prices a little higher yesterday, barrels up three and a half to a dollar and a half a pound, blocks up nine and a half to a dollar seventy, butter was down two and a half at dollar forty five. Class three prices were higher. August up twenty five at nineteen seventy eight, September up thirty at sixteen fifty nine, October back over seventeen dollars at seventeen seventeen. That was up thirty five. November up 28 at $17 even, December up 16 at 16.51 and we see the prices were mostly higher through 2021. We'll get a little bit of an update of uh, some of that Iowa storm damage next. Where has Pioneer Corn Sea Development taken me today? Well, first of all, it's not day, it's night. I'm here in Lynn County, Iowa. It's late July. It's humid. The wind is picking up, and I can see lightning strikes on the horizon right now. Pioneer uses this plot to test its corn hybrids for standability. Local testing is one of the reasons Pioneer has seen improved root scores year after year. This is one of hundreds of fields across the country where Pioneer tests corn hybrids in all sorts of stresses all to get to the strongest one-hundredth of one percent of hybrids that make it into a Pioneer bag. A test plot in Lynn County. Another place that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. 
Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. What happened Monday across Iowa is something that uh, should never happen, but across farm country like Iowa, it was devastating. Dave Pudens is with me now, and Dave is a lifelong resident of the Carroll area there in Carroll County where the storm was at its worst as it went through. Dave, you farmed down there all your life. Anything even close to this? I remember we had droughts in the 50s, but anything even close to what happened Monday night have you ever seen before? Well, actually, it hit us around uh, 10 in the morning. But we could see it building to the west, um, working in the shop. And, uh, no, I don't remember anything quite like that, that uh, the winds are so strong like that. How long did it actually hang around the Carroll area? How fast was it moving from west to east? Well, they said it was 70 miles an hour. Um, we didn't have, to the east of us, over toward uh, Story County, Ames area, they got it uh, worse than we did. We, uh, I think we were on the building end of it, and um, I didn't have too much damage. had some about 75 acres of beans that kind of got... Uh, the tops hailed off, but I had a neighbor right south of my one farm that uh, he had a certain number of corn, and of course it was very tall this year for some reason, and it's, it's not tall anymore. It's, it snapped it off about 18 inches above the ground, and it's a real mess. I think my corn mainly just leaned over, so I was pretty fortunate that way. Have you had a chance to drive around and take a look at the uh the area around Carroll there, and uh, as far as buildings, as far as grain storage, what have you seen? Uh, not not a lot of damage in that respect, but like I said, you get over further east, um, 20, 30 miles east of here, they lost a lot of grain bins. You know, everybody has their bins emptied out this time of year preparing for the for the new crop, and uh, if they were empty, they, they pretty well got, got hammered or bent or destroyed. As you look at the corn, you said yours was kind of just uh, bent over. Hopefully, we'll recover, but uh, a lot of it is is down, broken, and uh, lost crop for this year. I would have to say, yeah, uh, yeah. Certain areas, there maybe it's variety specific. I don't know for sure, but yeah, there's uh, you can see it snapped. Some of it snapped off, and uh, that's that's not going to come back. Obviously, well, what about it's just leaned over. It's going to be going to be fun to harvest, but that's the way it is. What about your beans? As you mentioned, you did have some trouble with the beans with this storm. What kind of damage did it do to your beans? Oh, it, you know, you always want to get those top pods uh, toward the top of the plant. Well, they got hammered off and uh, kind of stripped them back. So it's going to take the top end off of my bean crop. And again, that's Dave Putin's out in Carroll County, Carroll, Iowa. Carroll breed out in that part of the world. And he said, like you said, it was east of him where it's uh, Ames, Ankeny area where they really got blasted, but a bad, bad storm. All right, we've got some local news to take a look at. That's next. Scott's got some of our farm news. Looking for the best prices for your livestock? Then Terrain Livestock Market is the place to take them. Terrain Livestock is conveniently located a mile and a half north of Thorpe on Highway 73 with sales every Monday and Wednesday. Terrain Livestock Market features a clean, modern facility, and for your convenience, a drive through area. For more information, call 715-669-7127. Terrain Livestock Market, striving to be the best market of choice for your livestock. For those who work in acres... 
not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And what some of our farm news look like, speaking of crops. Yep. The Grow Intelligent Crop Tour of Midwest Fields wraps up today. And when they virtually toured fields in Wisconsin and Minnesota, they came up with some big numbers. In Wisconsin, they're predicting a corn crop bigger than the USDA's numbers from earlier in the week. The Grow Intelligent Tour calls for our corn crop to average more than 186 bushels an acre, over five bushels more than the USDA numbers. They predict Minnesota's corn crop will average just a tick under 200 bushels an acre. For soybeans, the harvest numbers are closer to the USDA numbers as the Grow Tour figures Wisconsin beans will average just under 55 bushels an acre, while Minnesota beans will average just over 52 bushels an acre. But that would be a new record high for Minnesota. And new numbers from the National Agricultural Statistics Service show the value of farm real estate in Wisconsin is averaging $4,850 an acre this year, down $100 from 2019. Cropland values for this year are at $4,770 an acre, with pasture ground worth $2,250 an acre. State farmers are also paying an average of $146 an acre this year for cropland rental. Irrigated land is bringing $245 an acre in rent, with non-irrigated land costing $138 an acre. Pasture land is renting for $35 an acre this year, $5 less than last year. All right, and again, a little bit more on the countryside landmark merger. And it is a merger, I think I use the term landmark was going to be absorbing countryside. That's not an accurate term, but by golly, that's the first mistake I've made in 43 years. <laughs> I made one. I thought I made one. <laughs> I thought I made one, too, but I did. It's not, absorb is not the right word. It is, it is a merger. Landmark is the bigger cooperative. Landmark, $370 million in sales. Countryside, $230 million, about a 60-40 split. So when the new board is put together next March, 60%, they'll have six board members. Countryside with 40% will have four board members. Eventually, that'll get on to eight, and the ratio will be five to three as far as the board members are concerned. The new company will have a new name. Jim Dell, the CEO from Landmark, will be the new CEO of the new organization. The new corporate office will be in Cottage Grove. That's where Jim Dell is located. But the new corporation, the new cooperative, will have an office in the northern area as well. And uh, I think, Scott, you heard that uh, there will be some changes in the physical footprint out there. Some facilities Mm -hmm. might be closed down and uh, some changes still to be determined. Absolutely. Those changes are still to be determined. But the efficiency thing, that's uh, one side of it. This whole thing started out, they said, last summer or last year, drying time last fall, when Countryside was a little short on LP, and they had it down there at Landmark. So they started dealing okay. back and forth, and they, they ran into some great efficiencies. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the story on that. As more develops, we'll tell you about it. Those seed packets that are coming from China, we're going to have some folks from DATCAP explain that next. 
Hello again, I'm Drew from Northside Elevator in Loyal. Farmers are constantly bombarded by different agronomy products, different practices, and different ideas, but not all ideas fit every farm situation. Precision Ag is a diagnostic and treatment approach that enables site-specific decisions, allowing us to understand every detail to optimize input use and reduce waste. At Northside, we use Precision Ag technologies to ensure you're getting the best return on investment. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. Smith Funeral Chapel, serving families since 1956. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. One of the most head-scratching events of the past few weeks has been unsolicited seed that people have received in the mail. Bob Osel at the northern end of the world's longest barn and people all over the country, including Wisconsin, have received those seeds. And, Pam, it's something that uh, state and federal officials are watching pretty close because where they think they came from, China. Right. Exactly, Bob. Fabulous farm made Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And it is the craziest thing because it's something that showed up. Well, I think Caitlin brought us the story early from Minnesota. Then it was in Wisconsin. Now it's uh, showing up in Canada where federal officials in Canada have actually had people start immediately sending all of the seed as well as its packaged containers to the Canadian regional agency so they can get started trying to figure out what it is. That's the big question. What is it? Where did it come from? And what do I do with it? Brian Kuhn is the division administrator of the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection's Plant Analysis Area. So he ended up uh, getting a sudden surprise with phone calls and online reports of this unsolicited, miscellaneous, unlabeled seed showing up in people's mailboxes. Now, what you may also realize is Brian Kuhn is the man that's been keeping an eye on Wisconsin's hemp production as well. They're currently in a regulatory adjustment phase on that rule, so his plate was already pretty full. Plus, he'd been receiving an awful lot of calls from first-time hemp growers that, thanks to the beautiful weather Wisconsin has enjoyed, finally had a crop. So let's just say his division has been very, very busy and, of course, trying to safely conduct business, many of which are working remotely. So I talked with Brian and asked him to give us a little sense of pace within his division and tell us a little bit more about the mystery seed. Agreed, yeah. that That's become a, a very significant uh, workload and in incoming uh, con, you know, public contacts uh, on that, that issue. Um, it, it ultimately, at this point, we've received about 1,400 uh, contacts from Wisconsin citizens identifying that they've received um, seed material or un- unsolicited seed. Uh, and we are working in hand-in-hand with USDA here in Wisconsin uh, to to share that information, those contacts uh, with USDA so that they can do the follow-up. So we've created an online reporting form on our website that the vast majority of people are now utilizing to get their input in their data into our database. And then we share that immediately with USDA, um, who then contacts the growers typically within or with the citizens within about 48 hours to follow up with them on that um, notification that they've provided. So do we have any idea what's in the bag, Brian? I mean, that may not necessarily be 
in your division, but are we investigating? I think people wonder, you know, okay, we're identifying who's got these little bags of seed. Are we doing anything to find out what's in that little bag? Yeah, so that's, yep, that's on USDA's shoulders, and they're taking the lead on that here in Wisconsin in particular. So they are, the base request that they're putting out to the contacts that we've received is the request for those um, individuals to mail that seed material that they've received into USDA's office in their headquarters here in Wisconsin. And um, and that information is on our website, um, that mailing information, and um, and that, that uh, link for them to report the information uh, to us is right there on the DATCAP website. And the unsolicited seed button is is right on the front of the homepage now because it's such a popular, unfortunately popular button right now. But USDA is doing that follow-up, Pam, and they are want to get that seed in hand so that they can do their evaluation. They're concerned about are there invasive species that are being brought in in that seed that people might plant that could produce seed and establish some new invasive in our state. Are there um, are, are there uh, other pathogens on that seed? Um, are there bacteria? Are there other things that could be harmful to Wisconsin's crops or plant life in general? So we don't want anything new to arrive here through this mechanism. So USDA is doing the follow-up on that. Um, but that follow-up will take time because, as, as we say, if we've got 1,400 contacts in our state, um, what I'm hearing from counterparts in adjoining states is they're, they're getting similar numbers of contacts. So this is a pretty um, dramatically large number of, of um, amount of material that USDA is receiving to, to, to look at and do that follow-up work on. But that's their focus is, is to look at, at the, uh, what, what came in there, um, believe it to be what they're describing as a brushing scam, so more of an Internet sales um, um, scam than, than trying to purpose, purposefully bring something into us that would, would impact uh, agriculture um, or plant life, it seems more like it's a again an internet um, an internet scam issue. Um, but USDA is working with lots of other federal agencies to evaluate and investigate um, the concerns around this one. Brian Kuhn along with us, Division Administrator with the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection, not only monitoring Wisconsin's hemp production this year, but now this uh, surprise issue of unsolicited seed in Wisconsin mailboxes. So if I've got the seed then, Brian, I'm supposed to hang on to it, do not plant it if I, if I haven't already, and then just wait for USDA to contact me? Correct. Yes, USDA is then reaching out with directions, again, on where to send that seed if, they, if, if citizens are willing to re, you know, package it up and just drop it into the mail to them, and then they'll, they will do the investigatory work to follow up. They're asking for you to submit all the packaging material that you received around that so they can do that Internet trace and, and kind of really try and chase this back through the channels of, of trade uh, with China and other countries um, Certainly from what we're seeing in international news as well, many other countries are experiencing this, this same uh, event. Uh, so certainly seeing it in the media in other countries uh, beyond the U.S. And again, that uh, Brian Coote with the Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection Division Administrator, that unsolicited seed, that's the first time I've heard that uh, they are having it in other countries as well. 
But all over this country, what, you've got friends in North Carolina that uh, are getting them too? Yeah, Dee's friends actually in North Carolina sent her notes and said that they're getting them there too. So it's right. not just here in Wisconsin. So if you do get them, it's the Fed. Don't send them to Madison. Send them to uh, the USDA with all the patch- packaging material so they can trace back all the, you know, the barcodes and everything else that might be on those packages. So, again, uh, get it all sent back. Don't open them, don't plant them, because, uh, well, so far they've checked them and they don't see anything horrendous in there. You never know, so be careful. 29 minutes after 5, we'll get some local news, weather, markets, busy Friday morning at Wax. Ride into the Wild West this August at Ho-Chunk Gaming Black River Falls. Saddle up for a train heist. Rack up just 25 or 50 points on your rewards club card to get your name in the barrel drawings to win your share of $3,000 cash, including $1,000 to the first place winner. We'll draw winners at 8 a.m. on the final four Mondays in August. We could brand you a winner, and you don't even have to be present to win. All aboard for a train heist. Earn entries daily, and you could ride away with a fistful of dollars, up to 1000 in cash. And don't miss the rewards play stampede on Tuesdays and Thursdays. From 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., hot seat winners will lasso up to $25 in rewards play. And on Sundays, the Card of Gold Kiosk game is an easy way to rustle up more rewards play. Earn just 25 points Sundays from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. for a chance to belly up to the kiosk to play the Card of Gold game. It's a hot month of Wild West fun. This August at Ho-Chunk Gaming Black River Falls. Open seven days a week. Practicing safe gaming with 400 slots ready to play. Details at ho-chunkgaming.com slash Black River Falls. Must be 21 or over to play. It's been 65 years since Blaine's Farm and Fleet opened its doors. Supplying feed, farm supplies, hardware, and auto parts at low prices to our customers customers. Today, we continue these traditions offering brand name products at everyday low prices. Be safe on the roads this summer and save $5 on a new Blaine's Farm and Fleet Platinum Battery with 7-year warranty. And remember, Blaine's Farm and Fleet offers free battery checks in our Automotive Service Center for your convenience. Save $30 on a Lincoln 12-volt lithium-ion power Luber. Regularly $199.99, now $169.99. And pick up a 5-gallon bucket of Valvoline Premium Blue 15W40 oil, just $42.99 after $24 mail-in rebate. Keep your equipment running longer and stronger with Clean Def Diesel exhaust fluid a 55 gallon drum just 139.99 plus check out this great doorbuster value 50 pound bags of farm and fleet performance dog or 40 pound bags of farm and fleet original cat food your choice 19.99 that's genuine value from blaine's farm and fleet wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report we got about 29 minutes before six o'clock we're gonna get our weather but scott's got some local news what's going on State Department of Health Services officials said yesterday positive COVID-19 tests nearly doubled in the previous 24 hours. There were 478 cases reported on Wednesday, and uh, those officials said that 943 new positive tests were recorded. That means the rolling daily average in the state is 775 new cases. The positivity rate jumped to 7.6% yesterday and seven new deaths were confirmed to bring that total number of coronavirus fatalities in Wisconsin to 1,018. Someone might be visiting your home soon to follow up on the census survey. This week, census workers started follow-up visits to non-responsive homes around the country. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, so far 79% of Eau Claire County households have responded to the census. 
If you're over 60 and need a new driver's license, you can relax. The DMV yesterday said it's giving older drivers until November 23rd to renew their driver's licenses. The state has pushed back that deadline for all sorts of DMV renewals because of the coronavirus. There's still some DMV offices that are closed to walk-in visitors, and the waits at other facilities are long. President Trump will be campaigning in Wisconsin in a live Facebook event with Wisconsin supporters. The the president yesterday said he'll be in the state on Monday, but they didn't say exactly where. Monday is the same day the Democratic National Convention is set to kick off in Milwaukee. The Wisconsin Center is is acting now as the home base for the convention, but there will be no speakers or candidates actually in Milwaukee and with everything being handled virtually. And the Brewers' slow start to the shortened season continues. Milwaukee managed only two runs in a 4-2 loss to the Cubs last night in Chicago. But it's not all the Brewers' fault. Cubs pitcher Hugh Darvish threw a no-hitter into the seventh inning. The two teams play again tonight, and that's debatable about whether that's the Brewers' fault when you get a no-hit through six innings. That means... Yep, there's no offense going on then, and so... They let too many guys go. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. That's uh, And just... then Ryan Braun and Lorenzo Cain haven't been there, but Moustakas, Grandall, all gone, and the rest of these guys haven't stepped up, so, yeah, it was... You know, it's a long, it's going to be a long 60 games, but they better, because the Cubs are playing really good. I think right. they're 13-3, and three and they, I think right. the Brewers are 7-11 or something like that. I, I, you know, Ryan Brown is a lot like Clay Matthews late in his career with the, with the Packers. That he, I love him. He's a heck yeah, of a player, but, he, but he, he's not healthy. Yeah, can't keep him on the field. But hopefully things will get better. Three more against the Cubs. Well, let's find out. Cubs, that means outdoor baseball. How will the weather be? Let's check it out. Because Kelly Slifka is over at Skywarn 13, and he wants to tell us all about it. And Kelly, I was looking at uh, you guys' forecast. Looks like the next best chance of rain is not till a week from today. Is that right? Well, no, we got some rain tonight. Well, but widespread. Well, I think everybody will see some rain. I don't think it'll be a whole lot. Okay, but All it's right. it's with a cold front uh, that's going to be moving in, uh, coming in tonight. Now, uh, this morning we're seeing a cluster of storms that are moving into northwestern Wisconsin right now. It's up toward Hayward. Some of this will be uh, reaching our northwestern counties, uh, maybe up toward Rice Lake, seeing some of these showers and storms. But I think a lot of that will start to die off as it tries to head a little bit closer to Eau Claire. Uh, But otherwise, it's just going to be another summery-like day as temperatures get up to about 87 degrees this afternoon. And you'll feel that humidity as well with that southerly wind. Tonight, there is a good chance for some showers and storms. It won't last real long. It'll be later this evening, probably toward 10 o'clock, toward about midnight, with a line of storms rolling through. And that's with that cold front that'll move through. And then it will turn cooler and less humid. We'll drop down to about 62 overnight. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. Uh, with that lower humidity and that northwest wind, temperatures only getting up to 79. And we'll see more sunshine on Sunday. It should be a pretty nice weekend. Just a little bit cooler than it's been with highs up to about 79. Right now in Eau Claire, we're sitting at uh, 68 degrees. I'm Sky 113 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Ah, sounds good. Have a good weekend, Kelly. You too. There he goes. Kelly Slifka over there at Sky 113. So there looks like there could be a chance of rain coming through tonight. But 68 degrees right now as we're... Uh, 24 minutes before 6 o'clock. We'll check the calendar and uh, see what's going on here as we get to markets as well and our Friday morning countryside co-op program.
reliable, affordable, and local. That's what you want in a propane provider. Make the switch to ProVision Partners Cenex Propane. They handle your residential, commercial, and agricultural needs. With over 50 years of experience, you know you can trust ProVision Partners Cenex Propane. 24-hour emergency services because ProVision Partners Cenex Propane knows when you need fuel, you need it now. Make the switch today and get 50 gallons free. Call them at 1-800-944-1784 or check them out at ProVisionPartners.coop. Some restrictions may apply. Call for details. Join compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID-19. Give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 83393. That's HOPE to 83393. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get some more information. Scott, what else is going on in the world of agriculture? Well, there'll be no weekend off for U.S. trade officials. Tomorrow, U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and other trade leaders from the Trump administration will hold a video conference with their Chinese counterparts to discuss the progress of that Phase 1 trade agreement. White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow told the press this week the deal is fine with trade issues being one of the positives so far for the Chinese it's tech issues that are causing some concerns as they reportedly want to talk about TikTok and WeChat in that Saturday morning meeting USDA officials are working with their Chinese counterparts on trying to figure out just who's behind all those seed packets being sent to people in this country, reportedly from somewhere in China. So far, the USDA officials say they've gotten more than 9,000 emails and over 900 of those seed packets that have come into this country. Uh, They'll also... Uh, They're also working closely with some of the major delivery companies in the country to stop those deliveries. The warning to anyone, as we heard in that report earlier, receiving those seeds is don't open the packets and don't plant the seeds. Send them to USDA in Washington. Let them deal with it. (laughs) All right. So uh, that, that is very important because we get some seeds in here that are just out of control. We'd be in really tough shape. Oh, we're about 21 minutes before 6 o'clock. Also, I want to thank Pat Sternitsky over at the Wisconsin Ag Connection. He printed out the list of all the farms in Wisconsin that would be recognized at the mm-hmm. State Fair as Century or Sesquicentennial Farms, 150 years in the same uh, same family. And it, it's quite a list. And over time, we'll, we'll read some of those from our part of the area. And just to read a few right now, from down in Adams County, Carol and John Jefferson from Hancock, Karen and William Miller from Friendship. Also, Richard D. Newman, Olston Osland, LLC in the Arkdale area. Up in Barron County, a century farm is Kimberly and William Prine of Hillsdale. Buffalo County, Lois and William Feedy from Durand. Chippewa County, Ken and Deb Barquist from the Cadott area. Also, Rebecca and Doug Darrow, Becky Darrow from Chippewa Falls. And uh, Becky, of course, was a long, long time, well, I'll call her the boss at the Chippewa County Extension Agency. She she was there to answer the phone. Becky Darrow, I uh, love Becky. Also, Betty and Ted Holler from Kadot. Those are three century farms in Chippewa County. In Clark County, Dawn and Greg Toma from the Nielsville area. And uh, we'll pass along more of those names, and then we'll get into the... Uh, sesquicentennial 150 year but that's uh, quite an accomplishment keeping those operations going in uh, some way shape or form 
for a hundred and then a hundred and fifty years. That's uh, that's a long time. All right, we'll get to markets next here on Wax. When you need to buy a trailer and you're not sure where to go, just ask around. You'll hear go to Pete's Trailer Sales in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Why? Because at Pete's Trailer Sales, we have the best trailer at the best price. We carry PJ, Legend, Stealth, Hillsborough, Corn Pro, and Master Tow. With hundreds of trailers to choose from, chances are we have just what you need. Visit our website at Pete'sTrailerSales.com or call 715-234-1993. Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get to it. See what happened at the sale barn over at the Equity Altoona Barn yesterday. Mark Colter ran that sale. In the Fed Cattle Division, high-yielding choice of prime Holstein steers, 87 to 91. Choice Holstein steers, 82 to 86. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 82 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows here on Thursday selling from 58 to 63. We topped at 64.50. 60% of the cows selling from 44 to 58, with 20% of the cows selling 44 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 80 to 95. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves on Thursday selling from 50 to $120 per head, with the light, poor-quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from 75 to $180 per head. Quick reminder, special feeder sale here on Friday, the 14th of August. We're expecting 250 to 300 head at the sale. A lot of good six to 750-pound Holstein steers. If that's something you're looking for, be sure to attend the sale. Uh, if you need more information, call us here at the market at 715-835-3104 or go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. Now, this is Mark Coger from the Equity L2 and Auction Market. Have a great day. Thanks, Mark. You have a great day, too. Let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale bar now. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Well, you waiting for the Brewers to get in the World Series? Well, I'll tell you what, Bob. If they don't want people in the stadium to watch them, I'm not watching them on TV either. So, uh, it's oh, you just, didn't watch uh, it at all, huh? No. And I, well, it's kind of one of those things that's not really too high on the priority list. <laughs> uh, well, the way they're playing, it's evidently not high on the priority list for them to win ball games either. <laughs> they haven't been doing a very good job of it. But anyway. They're they're trying. That's all we can do. But the Bucks are getting into the playoffs now, so we can watch them uh, see how far they can go. Hopefully, all the way to the championship. But that's in the future. Right now, we need to wrap up the trading week at the Stratford Sale Barn. How'd it go? And we'll do that, Bob. Thank you, uh, and good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. And we'll take a peek ahead next week's schedule in just a minute. But first of all, in the market cows on the close yesterday, we did see a little bit weaker market on the close on the cows yesterday. With the high-yielding uh, fleshier cows on yesterday's sale, selling from 61 to 67 and a half. And again, early in the week, uh, we had uh, quite a few cows, these higher-yielding cows, from 68 up to 74. Most of the cows on yesterday's auction were selling from 46 to 60. Thin cows like carcass cows, 45 and below. On the bull trade this week, better-quality bulls were selling from 80 to 93. Lighter bulls, 75 and back. Fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers, uh, mostly from... Uh, uh, 80 to 90, high yielding Holsteins from uh, 90 to 93, select grading cattle under finished cattle below 75. Now, on the calf market, uh, good quality Holstein bull calves on yesterday's auction were selling mostly from 60 to 130. Again, earlier in the week on Monday's auction, a lot of bull calves from 140 up to 170. Heifer calves this week, mostly from 20 to 90. Beef calves uh, on the close yesterday, 
uh, 100 to 130, but fancy calves on Monday, fancy beef, cal- beef calves on Monday up to 265. Now, as we mentioned, uh, busy marketing week coming up next week here at Stratford. Of course, the regular Monday auction does start on 9.30 a.m. Monday morning, but on Tuesday we will have the hay sale. Also selling on Tuesday will be dairy cattle. We do have a very nice lineup of dairy cattle for you folks, including a complete herd dispersal of 30 red and white Holsteins. There will be some fleck flea brown Swiss and Jersey crosses in this herd. Just a very nice herd, very respectable, 140 somatic on this herd. Also coming along will be some heifers from that, springing heifers in that herd. We do have another consignment of 14 Holstein heifers. Uh, they're going to be from maybe around 300 pounds up to shortbread. And a very fancy, complete heifer dispersal of 46 Holstein, all registered Holstein heifers. Uh, those are coming uh, also on Tuesday. The uh, milking herd has been sold, so the owner is dispersing his heifers next Tuesday here at Equity Stratford. And also, uh, next feeder sale will be next Wednesday. So, again, again, a busy week will be on tap for next week. But, uh, you can, folks, you can view all this information uh, website equity co-op click on the stratford page any questions call us 715-687-4101 so bob that's uh, kind of the summary and a look ahead and uh, again looking forward to a busy weekend uh well the rain yesterday kind of postponed haymaking probably till today so we'll see how that shakes out yeah you got a little rain over there so uh that's good but it looks like there's maybe a chance of rain tonight that i didn't see in the forecast earlier so uh, we'll keep an eye I'm on that at- I'm looking at the radar. You guys get access to radar. There's a quite a bit of rain up and way up in northwestern Wisconsin. Yeah. And in, I don't know if that's coming this way, but maybe later tonight, I guess. Yeah, maybe maybe not. I don't know. We'll see, but uh, keep an eye out. Hey, have a good weekend. You guys, too. Thank you. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. 14 minutes now before 6 o'clock. 68 degrees right now. Partly sunny today, and yes, there is rain way up north, and as Kelly said, Maybe a chance of that moving uh, into more of our listening area tonight, but uh, not a lot of rain in the forecast the next few days. Hey, it's Alex from the Wax 104.5 Morning Show here. We are already into August in a year that has been anything but normal, right? But I like when I see some of these new things that we are all doing that have just become habits and safe habits. Like by now, we've all figured out about how far six feet is for safe social distancing. We all know and can identify who's in our pod, our safe group for small gatherings. New things, little things but important things. Upload a pic to Facebook or Instagram with the hashtag we are all in and let us know how you or someone you know are all in. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's take a look at the rest of our markets on this Friday morning. Board of Trade gave a little back after a pretty good day yesterday. Double digits higher in the grain trade. But overnight, December corn settled two cents lower at 336. Uh, oats trading a little lower at 257. December wheat down three overnight at 503. November beans down a nickel at 894. October meal down a dollar a ton at $293.40. Country elevator prices, Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Corn delivered to the elevators today at 280 a bushel. The soybeans, 861. Also on our DTN screen this morning and other elevators around the area. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo. The corn there at those elevators, 277. The beans at 845. In Stevens Point, soybeans 824. Elk Mound, 281 on the corn, 845 on the soybeans. Down at Sparta, it's 275 and 837. Ellsworth corn, 269. Soybeans, 845. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville corn is 296 today. Stanley, 288. 
New Richmond grain facility at two seventy seven. Barrel cheese up three and a half to a dollar and a half. The blocks up nine and a half at a dollar seventy. Double A butter down two and a half cents at a dollar forty five. August class three up twenty five at nineteen seventy eight. September up thirty at sixteen fifty nine. October over seventeen dollars again. Up thirty five cents at seventeen seventeen. November at seventeen dollars even. That's up twenty eight. And December up sixteen at sixteen fifty one. Don't sweat your floor getting wet. Put in worry-free and stylish waterproof flooring from Wall-to-Wall Carpet One. Right now, during the waterproof flooring sale, you could save up to $1,000 on select waterproof carpet, luxury vinyl, even hardwood. Plus, get zero interest financing when you pay in full within 18 months. Come to Wall-to-Wall Carpet One today. Sale ends September 27th. Save 10% off your purchase of select flooring products to a maximum discount of $1,000 based on $10,000 purchase. Financing subject to credit approval. Interest will be charged from purchase date if the promotional purchase is not paid in full within 18 months. Minimum monthly payments required. You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we've got about 10 minutes before 6 o'clock. And, uh, Scott, anything on the calendar we should be aware of or reminded of? Uh, I'm going to remind you that the application period is open until the 24th for that Wisconsin Farm Support Program. $3,500 available to farmers making $10,000 to $5 million a year. And get a hold of the Wisconsin Department of Revenue. That's a Department of Revenue activity. Go to their website and sign up for that program. Today's the deadline if you are participating in the Youth Livestock Lessons 2020 project through the UW Extension. That program gives youth the opportunity to deliver oral presentations about animal science topics and uh, or a written public service announcement. Again, get a hold of the UW Extension Youth Development people for information about that. Today is the deadline. And again, that Chippewa Chamber Farmer Appreciation Dinner is coming up on the 19th. It's a drive through They'll be serving meals from 4 to 8.30 p.m., and the price is right. Get a hold of the Chamber of Commerce office at Chippewa Falls, and they will uh, get you a ticket to get in there. And you can even pick up tickets right there. Yeah, and farmers farmers are free tickets, but uh, everybody else uh, has six dollars. Yep, has to pay six dollars. Delicious chicken dinner. Oh, that's a good Ooh, one. Yeah. Love going up there to eat that there, but uh, unfortunately you can't eat it there. But you can pick it up August nineteenth. Thank you, sir. And we've got more coming up. It's Friday morning. Countryside Cooperative, creative solutions, exceptional value. As the dog days of summer come to a close, your partners at Countryside Cooperative remind you that there's still a way to go before the 2020 crop season is done. The last few weeks of warm, dry weather brought on more potential challenges of soybean aphids and spider mites. Those pests can be destructive to your great-looking soybean crop, but as with many other pests, they're not widespread across the territory. Your agronomists at Countryside Cooperative have been out scouting fields in your area and are there to help you make the decisions. The alfalfa crop has been produced 
productive this year too, but the story is the same for insects. Potato leaf hoppers can be very destructive and many of our producers have treated for that pest. Remember, keeping this pest in check also will prolong your crop for 2021 and allow for better overwintering of alfalfa. The crops are nearly complete, but don't let the last few weeks of crop development get derailed by bugs. Contact your countryside agronomist and let them help you finish strong in 2020. Countryside has agronomy locations in Milltown, New Richmond, Ellsworth, Wamadi, Durand, and Osseo. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Friday, time to talk with the folks from Countryside Co-op. Brent Wink has the week off as we bring back Jim Tietke. Jim is the Chief Talent Officer and Marketing Leader with Countryside Cooperative. And Jim, the county fairs, we know they've been kind of cast to the side this year for the most part. But Countryside, we talked a few weeks ago, Countryside has put together your own county fairs for the uh, members' kids of Countryside Cooperative. And uh, we want to remind them because the deadline for entering is getting close. What's that deadline and how do they enter and what should they be entering? So they have here until, uh, I believe it's the the end of uh, August to uh, enter. And they uh, go on uh, to our website go to the www.countryside.com and virtual fair, then they uh, will be able to upload a video of them four to six minutes walking the animal and then showing pictures of the animal and then uploading that into uh, our uh, website. And then we have uh, judges that actually are coming from uh, the Perina side of the company. They're donating their time to come in and, and actually go through all of the videos, and they will be judging the animals. And we will be uh, awarding uh, first, second, and third prize in, uh, I believe there's 14 different categories from dairy, beef, hog and sheep and goat. So far, the response has been really good. I think we're uh, someplace north of 50 people that have uh, sent uh, their information in already. So we're pretty excited about it, and they, they look really good. And they've got some awful nice prizes that they're going to be awarding. There's $100 for first prize, and I think it's 75 for second and 50 for third place with 14 different classes there's some breeding classes for the different species too aren't there right you know on the dairy side those are pretty much all breeding type classes cow heifer and calf colored breeds and holstein uh, and then of course we have the market animals on the beef swine hog sheep and goats so how long do you figure it will take for these judges from purina to uh, make their decisions and award the kids their present, their prizes, rather. They uh, have been doing their uh, judging right along, so they're keeping up with uh, the uh, videos as they come in. I'm thinking, you know, maybe a couple of weeks after the deadline, we should be getting the uh, prizes out and uh, publicizing winners and and just basically as many of the people who have participated as possible, we want to, you know, get some of that press out 
on the website and social media. And again, the kids have until August 31st, that's a Monday, to get their videos in. And again, how do they upload those, Jim, and where do they upload them to? They go to uh, www.countryside.com, virtual fair. Go into that, and then uh, there's instructions there on how to upload the video. And again, that's Jim Tietke with Countryside Co-op. $100, $100, you know, I never won that for <laughs> winning a blue ribbon at the fair. <laughs> so it's worth it to get it in. If you're members of Countryside Co-op and the kids have livestock projects, get those videos in. Well, we've got partly sunny conditions today, 86, maybe a little rain shower tonight. Wax 104.5.